You guys can go ahead and uh, turn to Psalm 119. Um, I promise I won't go longer than Mike would, so you guys can rest at ease. Um, when Mike first asked me to do this, so I'll let you know something about myself. Um, he asked us to preach out of the Psalms, so I, I like to be unique. Um, if there were ten people and nine people in front of me went left, I would go right, just because I don't want to be like them. Um, I love unique. So I picked Psalm 19, and it's like, yeah, like it's, it's different. Uh, people don't preach on this. And I started to read it, and then I thought, oh, no. Um, this is like a love poem to the law. Um, it's like, do I love the law that much? Um, I read it, and I almost thought, like, oh, I need to tell Mike. I got to pick another one. Like, I was stupid. I, I played into my own tendencies of being unique. I, I picked a really hard one, and I wanted to back out. But um, I kept reading it and, and pushed through it and found it to be really, um, really amazing. Um, it really mirrors life, I think. Um, there's, so we'll, we'll read in a second. But I, I need you guys' attention. Um, we'll read it. It's going to take about 15 to 20 minutes. Um, we'll, do, we'll focus on God, Christ, and then we'll hit application at the end. Um, we've probably all read Psalm 19, but can't remember it. Um, it's, it's broken up into 22 sections of eight. All of it is based on the Hebrew alphabet. It starts with um, one letter and then eight verses all the way down. Um, it's primarily about the word. Um, it mentions precepts 21 times, judgment 22 times, decrees 21 times, promise 19 times, law 25 times, word 24 times, testimonies 23 times, commands 23 times. Um, so remember this, when we read, the primary subject is not us. It's not the psalmist. Um, we don't know who the psalmist is. It doesn't say. Some think it's David, Daniel, Ezra, Jeremiah. They don't know. It doesn't tell us. Um, ultimately, it's not important. We don't know. Um, God is the subject of this. Christ is the subject of this. So that, that's the primary focus. When we, when we read this... Um, and I, I found this to be true myself. The first temptation is to kind of put yourself into the psalmist and kind of be like, him, him, all the psalmists, and then me, 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 me. Um, we don't want to do that. They're not, there are things we can learn from the psalmist, but that comes after a few other primary points. So um, I want to read this verse to you because maybe you think, how is Christ in the psalms? Um, Luke 24 says, verse 44, this is after um, Jesus appeared to his disciples. He says, Then he said to them, These are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you, that everything written about me in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms must be fulfilled. Um, this psalm was about Christ. Uh, might not say it, but it is. And we'll, we'll touch on that with my second point. So just remember that. It's going to be a long reading, but... Uh, but stay focused, then we'll hit God, Christ, application. Remember, it's not about us. It's not about the psalmist. It's about God. 
And as we're reading, you can kind of think of, um, I found this helpful. It's like, if you've ever played catchphrase, taboo, um, Pictionary, it's like the psalmist is just kind of like, he's giving you all these attributes of God through this whole thing. And, and I found myself kind of being calloused, like, this is God. This is God's word. Um, God has spoken to us through his word, and he's telling us about himself his attributes. Um, so keep that in mind. Um, so if you're ready, we'll, uh, we'll dive in. It's going to be long, but uh, keep with me. So Aleph. Blessed are those whose way is blameless, who walk in the way of the Lord. Blessed are those who keep his testimonies, who seek him with their whole heart, who also do no wrong, but walk in his ways. You've commanded your precepts to be kept diligently. Oh, that my ways may be steadfast in keeping your statutes. Then I shall not be put to shame, having fixed my eyes on all your commandments. I will praise you with an upright heart. When I learn of your righteous rules, I will keep your statutes. Do not utterly forsake me. Faith. How can a young man keep his way pure? By guarding it according to your word. With my whole heart I seek you. Let me not wander from your commandments. I have stored up your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Blessed are you, O Lord. Teach me your statutes. With my lips I declare all the rules of your mouth. In the way of your testimonies I delight as much as in all riches. I will meditate on your precepts and fix my eyes on your ways. I will delight in your statutes. I will not forget your word. Deal bountifully with your servant that I may live and keep your word. Oh, my, open my eyes that I may behold wondrous things out of your law. I am a sojourner on earth. Hide not your commandments from me. My soul is consumed with longing for your rules all the time. You rebuke the insolent, accursed ones, you who wander from your commandments. Take away from me scorn and contempt, for I have kept your testimonies. Even though princes sit plotting against me, your servant will meditate on your statutes. Your testimonies are my delight. They are my counselors. Daleth. My soul clings to the dust. Give me life according to your word. When I told my, of my ways, you answered me. Teach me your statutes. Make me understand the way of your precepts, and I will meditate on your wondrous works. My soul melts away for sorrow. Strengthen me according to your word. Put false ways far from me and graciously teach me your law. I have chosen the way of faithfulness. I set your rules before me. I cling to your testimonies, O Lord. Let me not be put to shame. I will run in the way of your commandments when you enlarge my heart. He, teach me, O Lord, the way of your statutes, and I will keep it to the end. Give me understanding that I may keep your law and observe it with my whole heart. Lead me in the path of your commandments, for I delight in it. Incline my heart to your testimonies and not to selfish gain. Turn my eyes from looking at worthless things. Give me life in your ways. Conform to your servant, confirm to your servant your promise that you may be feared. Turn away the, repro- the reproach that I dread, for your rules are good. Behold, I long for your precepts, and your righteousness give me life. 
Let your, wow. Let your steadfast love come to me, O Lord, your salvation according to your promise. Then shall I have an answer for him who taunts me, for I trust in your word. And take not the word of truth utterly out of my mouth, for my hope is in your rules. I will keep your law continually, forever and ever, and I shall walk in a wide place, for I have sought your precepts. I will also speak of your testimonies before kings, and shall not be put to shame. For I delight in your commandments, which I love. I will lift up my hands toward your commandments, which I love, and I will meditate on your statutes. Zion, remember your word to your servant, in which you have made me hope. This is my comfort in my affliction, that your promise gives me life. The insolent utterly deride me. But I do not turn away from your law. When I, seek, when I think of your rules from old, I take comfort, O Lord. Hot indignation seizes me because of the wicked who forsake your law. Your statutes have been my songs in the house of my sojourning. I remember your name in the night, O Lord, and keep your law. This blessing has befallen me, that I have kept your precepts. Heth, the Lord is my portion. I promise to keep your words. I entreat your favor with all my heart. Be gracious to me according to your promise. When I think on my ways, I turn my feet to your testimonies. I hasten and do not delay to keep your commandments. Through the cords of the wicked, though the cords of the wicked ensnare me, I do not forget your law. At midnight I rise to praise you because of your righteous rules. I am a companion of all who fear you, of those who keep your precepts. The earth O Lord, is full of your steadfast love. Teach me your statutes. Teth, you have dealt well with your servant, O Lord, according to your word. Teach me good judgment and knowledge, for I believe in your commandments. Before I was afflicted, I went astray, but now I keep your word. You are good and do good. Teach me your statutes. The insolent smear me with lies, but with my whole heart I keep your precepts. Therefore, their heart is unfeeling like fat, but I delight in your law. It is good for me that I was afflicted, that I might learn your statutes. The law of your mouth is better to me than thousands of gold and silver pieces. Yod, your hands have shaped and have made and fashioned me. Give me understanding that I may learn your commandments. Those who fear you shall see me and rejoice, because I have hoped in your word. I know, O Lord that your rules are righteous, and that in faithfulness you have afflicted me. Let your steadfast love comfort me according to your promise to your servant. Let your mercy come to me that I may live, for your law is my delight. Let the insolent be put to shame, because they have wronged me with falsehood. As for me, I will meditate on your precepts. Let those who fear you turn to me, that they may know your testimonies. May my heart be blameless in your statutes, that I may not be put to shame. Calf, my soul longs for your salvation. I hope in your word. My eyes long for your promise. I ask, when will you comfort me? For I have become like a wineskin in the smoke, yet I have not forgotten your statutes. How long must your servant endure? When will you judge those who persecute me? The insolent have dug pitfalls for me, they do, not live, they do not live according to your law. All your commandments are sure. They persecute me with falsehood. Help me. They have almost made an end of me on earth. 
but I have not forsaken your precepts. In your steadfast love, give me life, that I may keep the testimonies of your mouth. Lamed. Forever, O Lord, your word is firmly fixed in the heavens. Your faithfulness endures to all generations. You have established the earth, and it stands fast. By your appointment they stand this day, for all things are your servants. If your law had not been my delight, I would have perished in my affliction. I will never forget your precepts, for by them you have given me life. I am yours, save me. For I have sought your precepts. The wicked lie in wait to destroy me, but I consider your testimonies. I have seen the limit to all perfection, but your commandment is exceedingly broad. Mame. Oh, how I love your law. It is my meditation all the day. Your commandment makes me wiser than my enemies, for it is ever with me. I have more understanding than all my teachers, for your testimonies are my meditation. I understand more than the aged, for I have kept your precepts. I hold back my feet from every evil way in order to keep your word. I do not turn aside from your rules, for you have taught me. How sweet are your words to my taste, sweeter than honey to my mouth. Though your precept, through your precepts I get understanding, therefore I hate every false way. None. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. I have sworn an oath and confirmed it to keep your righteous rules. I am severely afflicted. Give me life, O Lord, according to your word. Accept my free will offerings of praise, O Lord, and teach me your rules. I hold my life in my hand continually, but I do not forget your law. The wicked have laid a snare for me, but I do not stray from your precepts. Your testimonies are my heritage forever, for they are the joy of my heart. I incline my heart to perform your statutes forever to the end. Psalmic. I hate the double-minded, but I love your law. You are my hiding place and my shield. I hope in your word. Depart from me, you evildoers, that I may keep the commandments of my God. Uphold me according to your promise, that I may live. And let me not be put to shame in my hope. Hold me up, that I may be safe. And have regard for your statutes continually. You spurn all who go astray from your statutes, for their cunning is in vain. All the wicked of the earth you discard like dross. Therefore I love your testimonies. My flesh trembles for fear of you, and I am afraid of your judgments. I am. I have done what is just and right. Do not leave me to my oppressors. Give your servant a pledge of good. Let not the insolent oppress me. For my eyes long for your salvation and for the fulfillment of your righteous promise. Deal with your servant according to your steadfast love and teach me your statutes. I am your servant. Give me understanding that I may know your testimonies. It is time for the Lord to act, for your law has been broken. Therefore I love your commandments above gold, above fine gold. Therefore I consider all your precepts to be right. I hate every false way. Pay. Your testimonies are wonderful. Therefore my soul keeps them. The unfolding of your words gives light. It imparts understanding to the simple. I open my mouth and pant because I long for your commandments. Turn to me and be gracious to me, as is your way with those who love your name. Keep, 
Steady my steps according to your promise, and let no iniquity get dominion over me. Redeem me from man's oppression, that I may keep your precepts. Make your face shine upon your servant, and teach me your statutes. My eyes shed streams of tears, because people do not love your law. Tasadi. Righteous are you, O Lord, and right are your rules. You have appointed your testimonies in righteousness and in all faithfulness. My zeal consumes me because my foes forget your words. Your promise is well tried, and your servant loves it. I am small and despised, yet I do not forget your precepts. Your righteousness is righteous forever, and your law is true. Trouble and anguish have found me out, but your commandments are my delight. Your testimonies are righteous forever. Give me understanding that I may live. Kof. With my whole heart I cry, Answer me, O Lord. I will keep your statutes. I call to you. Save me, that I may observe your testimonies. I rise before dawn and cry for help. I hope in your words. My eyes are awake before the watches of the night, that I may meditate on your promise. Hear my voice according to your steadfast love, O Lord. According to your justice, give me life. They draw near who persecute me with evil purpose. They are far from your law. But you, O Lord, you are near, and all your commandments are true. Long have I known from your testimonies that you have founded them forever. Raish, look on my affliction and deliver me, for I do not forget your law. Plead my cause and redeem me. Give me life according to your promise. Salvation is far from the wicked, for they do not seek your statutes. Great is your mercy, O Lord. Give me life according to your rules. Many are my persecutors and my adversaries, but I do not swerve from your testimonies. I look at the faithless with disgust, because they do not keep your commands. Consider how I love your precepts. Give me life according to your steadfast love. The sum of your word is truth. And every one of your righteous rules endures forever. Sin and shin. Princes persecute me without cause, but my heart stands in awe of your words. I rejoice at your word like one who finds great spoil. I hate and abhor falsehood, but I love your law. Seven times a day I praise you for your righteous rules. Great peace have those who love your law. Nothing can make them stumble. I hope for your salvation, O Lord, and I do your commandments. My soul keeps your testimonies. I love them exceedingly. I keep your precepts and testimonies, for all my ways are before you. Ta. Let my cry come before you, O Lord. Give me understanding according to your word. Let my plea come before you. Deliver me according to your word. My lips will pour forth praise. For you teach me your statutes. My tongue will sing of your word, for all your commandments are right. Let your hand be ready to help me, for I have chosen your precepts. I long for your salvation, O Lord, and your law is my delight. Let my soul live and praise you, and let your rules help me. I have gone astray like a lost sheep. Seek your servant, for I do not forget your commandments. Let's pray. God, thank you for your word. Thank you for revealing yourself to us through your word. 
as we have read, we are persecuted, we are afflicted, we are distressed. But you, you are near. Lord, help us with this remaining time just to see you. To look at this psalm, to see God, to see Christ in this. To see that this psalm points towards something greater than itself. Amen. So we'll focus on three things. God, Christ, and then we'll hit application. Um, I don't know what's going on in you guys' lives. Um, I can imagine for every single one of you there's something. Um, if, you, if you notice during the psalm, you would notice there's, there's almost like peaks, and then it goes down, and it comes back up again. And then there's a, another section of like 16 verses where the psalmist is just in like distress. Life's not easy. So I know um, for me, if I preached this message two, two weeks ago when I was supposed to, it would have looked a lot different than it did now. Um, so God has really worked to reveal himself a lot to me. Um, so the temptation is when you hear the words of Psalm 19, you kind of turn it into a checklist. Um, do this, do this, meditate, you know, hide his word in your heart so you can be pure, um, but it's, it's not a checklist. Um, it's about God. It's easy to look at the psalmist as the subject, to focus on him, what he's going through. Man, it really seeks to be him. Oh, but he cries out, he, he prays, and um, he's not the subject. God is the subject. most important thing for us to grasp in the psalm is it's all about God. It points us towards Christ. The psalm points us towards something greater than itself, even though it might not directly say it. By Jesus' own words, the psalms are about him. So what do we learn about God from this? And, and imagine, I'll just go over some of these verses. Imagine God is saying this to you about himself. Don't be casual. Don't be flippant about this. God is speaking to us through his word. Verse 64, he says, The earth, O Lord, is full of your steadfast love. Teach me your statutes. Imagine God saying, My love is steadfast to you. Think about that. We are lost sheep wanting to go astray, but his love to us is steadfast. Our God, the reason that we're all here he says to us, my love is steadfast to you. Verse 68, I, I love this verse. You are good and you do good. Teach me your statutes. I am good. I do good. He is the essence of goodness. And he does good to us. Doesn't look like what we want it to look like, but God is good. We, we, can, we can rest on that. We can take that home right now and be done for the day. God is good and does good. I don't know what's going on for everyone, but know that God is good and God does good. Verse 75. I know, O Lord, that your rules are righteous and that in faithfulness you have afflicted me. I am righteous. I am faithful. God is 
In faithfulness, he afflicts us. I don't really like that at first glance, but he's good. He does good. He, his love is steadfast. He is righteous. Just like a parent disciplining his child, his faith, in faithfulness, he afflicts us. Verse 77. Let your mercy come to me that I may live, for your law is my delight. He's merciful. I am merciful. Don't really deserve that one. But God is telling us, I'm merciful. I'm very merciful. Verse 89. Forever, O Lord, your word is firmly fixed in the heavens. He's forever. Forever was, forever will be. Verse 156. Great is your mercy, O Lord. Give me life according to your words. There's mercy again. Not only does he give us mercy, but his mercy is great towards us. Verse 160. The sum of your word is truth, and every one of your righteous rules it endures forever. He's the truth, the life, the light, and the way. I, I am truth. Not just that he is truthful, but he, he is truth. The essence, he is truth. He is righteous forever. But man, I just, he is good and does good. I, I just love that. Memorize that. Store that away because you're going to need it. God is good and does good. How many times have we doubted God's goodness? He tells us right here I'm good. I do good to you. We can rest in that. God is real. God has spoken. He's allowed us to know him through his word, through Psalm 119. Don't let the profoundness of that just go in one ear, out the other. Sure, it's long. It's scary. Psalm 119. Take me 20 minutes to read it. I'll go read one of the other Psalms, Psalm 23 or Psalm 1. Something easy, but God has revealed himself in this, in this book. This is our God telling us a little bit about himself. So we'll move on to the next point. Where's your identity? Is it Christ? I ask this to myself, too. Does the work on the cross have you so impacted that no matter what, good times or bad, Christ is your center? You have to kind of not, not necessarily use your imagination, but think bigger than Psalm 119. We're not just talking about the Ten Commandments, the first five books of the Bible. We are talking about the entirety of the Bible. Psalm 119 points us towards Christ. Affliction is all over this psalm. Pain, suffering, crying out in the middle of the night. Who is our light? Who answers us? Who is there with us in our pain? Who understands our pain? Who is our portion? Who is the good shepherd when we go astray? Christ is. Christ is the light. Christ answers us. Christ is there with us in our pain because he has felt the pain before. 
He understands our pain because he has felt the pain before. He is our portion. He is our shepherd because, like in the last verse, we seek to go astray. We can't trust our hearts. Our hearts want to run from God, but he is the good shepherd who seeks us. So I hope, I hope we can say that Christ, our identity is in Christ. When, and we can't say that flippantly. Um, yeah, Christ, I'm Christ-centered. But you have to understand, what did Christ do for you in which we can, we can, no matter what comes to us, we can just rest in Christ? Good times, bad. The psalmist says many times, I love your word more than riches, more than gold, fine gold. In his distress, he cries out to God. God is there. He, he is the truth. He is the light, the light to our feet. He's our mediator. He is our shield. He is our good shepherd. So when the psalmist says these things, he is pointing it towards Christ. He is all these things. He has been afflicted. He's been persecuted. He's cried out to his father in the middle of the night. So are we Christ-centered? Is Christ our center? So, application. Study God's word. Pick a passage and own it. Study, study. Don't just read. Study. Study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman who needs not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Study. Verse 97 says, Oh, how I love your law. It is my meditation all the day. 103 to 104, How sweet are your words to my taste, sweeter than honey to my mouth. Through your precepts I gain understanding, therefore I hate every false way. Study God's word. Do not become casual with who God is. Fear him like you fear the Grand Canyon. Times infinity. Be in awe of him. He's revealed himself to us through his word. We know how it began. We know how it went downhill in the garden. We know the words of Christ and his work on the cross for us. We know how this is going to end. Fear God. Is Christ your identity? I um, went to my grandpa's funeral home, her funeral yesterday, and um, it's probably the most amazing funeral I've ever been to. Um, he, he touched thousands of lives, not because he was great, not because he was a gifted speaker, a talented musician. He came from a, a privileged family. As far as I know, he had none of that. I don't think he sang very well, and he definitely didn't play any instruments. His wife died in a car accident, his first wife, and then he married my grandma. He was Christ-centered. He might not use those words exactly, but he was God-centered. I never heard him say one bad word about another person. You'd think he's kind of weird, like, well, your grandpa is just 
There's something about Grandpa. He's just nice to everybody. But he, he was. God used him so, so powerfully. And, and all he was, he was willing. He's just this short guy. Didn't come from a privileged home. He picked Christ. His wife died. He had tragedy. But he was willing. He went on over 40 mission trips. Christ was his center. And I got to see that at his funeral. It was amazing. There was sorrow, but he's in a better place. He lived a full life. It was neat to see this is what a life lived for Christ looks like. At his death, one guy came up from Tennessee who had cerebral palsy, who he donated thousands of dollars worth to have so he could have a surgery so he could walk. Why would anyone do that? I was kind beyond anything, but it's not about him. It's what he believed in. God was his center. Christ was his center. Maybe we didn't doctrinally align up on everything, but it doesn't matter. His theology is correct now in heaven, but just seeing his example of being willing and kind to other people and just touching thousands and thousands of people. David Badiah was an Olympic swimmer. He won gold medal in the 2012 Olympics. He said of himself, in 2008, before I was saved, he saved in 2009, I, was, I thought I was pretty hot stuff. I was all about me. And now, he got the silver medal in Rio. And the announcer came up and they said, David, how, how are you able to be so calm when you're up there? And he said, well, I know where my identity is. I, I'm centered in Christ, so I can get up there and he'll take care of me. I don't have to be nervous. I just go jump. My identity is in Christ. I know where it is. Sean Johnson was a, a gold medalist in Beijing. She got a few silvers and it crushed her. She didn't get all the gold medals medals that everybody thought she would get. She retired from Olympic competition three months before the London Olympics. She couldn't take it anymore, the pressure um, of what people were putting on her. She came to say later, Christ is my greatest treasure. I am second. So are we as a body, a church body of Christ, intentionally pushing each other towards God? Helping or hurting, has Christ been our identity? Are we helping each other? Do we even know each other well enough to even answer that question? So my final point. Read Psalm 19. Make the tangible intangible. Make God's word hid in your heart. Study. Memorize it. Jesus quoted scripture to combat the temptation of sin. How could we do any less? Memorize God's word. Study his word. It's about God. Points us towards Christ. His finished work on the cross so that we can rest in him. So when trouble comes, 
when good things come, we can say just like the psalmist, you are good and you do good. Your word is my meditation all the day. Because we definitely need it. Psalm 119 kind of ends on a down note. Um, Seek your servant. I'm like a lost sheep that's gone astray. Doesn't that reveal our hearts? We need, we need God's word. Let's pray. God, um, we thank you that you have spoken to us. Through the entirety of the Bible, we have it right in front of us. We know how it starts. We know how it ends. We know of Christ's work for us. I pray that all of us, me, would find you as our center. That your work on the cross for us would be our identity so that when things come in life, we can point back to God is good. He does good. I don't need to worry. I'm, we're, we're found in you. Our identity as Christians is Christ. So we thank you for this psalm. I pray that it just won't be Sunday's over and then the next thing. Your word is more important than football, than our workplace, than fun or gold. Your word is everything. The Bible is everything to us. I pray that we would mean that and study it to show ourselves approved, a workman who needs not be ashamed. I pray these things in your name. Amen.